Welcome, I am Bree. I'm a doctor of physical therapy, the founder of Femme Fusion Fitness, and the author of Lady Bits, Understand Your Body, Elevate Your Health, and Reclaim Your Spark Naturally. My mission is to build community and awareness around women's wellness and pelvic health. I invite you to listen, laugh, learn about, and love all of the bits that make you whole. Let's go to the show. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. I want to thank you first for your kind comments and your excitement and enthusiasm about my uh, just some of the things I've been sharing lately, especially about my upcoming program, Transcend. If you're uh, interested in that coaching program, first of all, today's episode, which is about Ayurveda, has something slightly to do with it. And uh, the other thing is to check out the video notes, or excuse me, the show notes to learn more details about the program and all the other basic you know, ways we can connect and just stuff that's going on in Femme Fusion land. So this particular show, kind of relates to Transcend because one of the elements of Transcend is bringing together all of the various things I've learned about mind, body, and spirit medicine. And one of the things that's so huge in mind and body medicine is actually nutrition and your gut health and all of these things that are definitely more physical, but they can absolutely a billion percent impact your mood and emotions as well. Like it literally all goes together. It's this beautiful cycle where, you know, a healthy gut impacts a healthy and happy mind. And an unhealthy gut can go the other way. So we're going to be talking about all things digestion and gut health and Ayurveda and what that even means. This is a big, big passion of mine, the science and study of Ayurveda. I am definitely still a student. I'm not a practitioner of Ayurveda. However, I am going to be integrating it into the uh, in, an element of my Transcend program, the one-on-one coaching element that uh, is is going to be a part of it at this time. So this Transcend program is always evolving. So if you're listening to this episode in like 2025 and it's you know currently 2020, who knows? This program is going to evolve and change. But currently at this time. Ayurveda is going to be incorporated and your personal Ayurvedic profile is going to be incorporated into our one-on-one call, one-on-one coaching session that you're going to get in the Transcend program. So if this is interesting to you, uh, I will be bringing it in and kind of incorporating elements of it into our individual sessions. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. And I want to just share all things Ayurveda, all things adaptogens, and all things healing, self-healing, mind, body, oh my gosh, so much with Guni Sodi from Uveda. So please sit back and enjoy. You might have already seen this interview on YouTube. It actually aired a while ago, but I wanted to re-air it just because I really loved the things that Guni and I talked about, and uh, I just think it's so appropriate for this time in the world when all of us are you know, wanting to optimize our immune system and our joy and happiness and our calmness. Things are always crazy in the world. There's always ups and downs, but this has been, 2020 has been a pretty crazy year. And so, yes, we need to optimize our digestion for our immunity, our just general overall emotional health, and our, you know, calmness to get us through. So without further ado, please enjoy my interview with Guni Sodi. 
super excited for today's interview because it's a real passion, a personal passion of mine. And we're going to be talking today about the power of Ayurveda and adaptogenic herbs. And I have with me Guni Sodi. He is uh, the founder of Yoveda. And we'll tell you a little bit more about that. But first, I want to just share that I was actually honored to be on Guni's podcast recently. And I will go ahead and link that podcast episode in the notes. So don't miss that. It was really a wonderful episode. And we talked a lot about pelvic health and um, the stuff that I talk about here on my, on my YouTube channel. But we also brought in a little bit more about my passion for Ayurveda and a little bit more about the yoga side of things and the spiritual side of things. It was a really fun interview. So I'm very excited to bring him on my channel to talk <laughs> to you guys about herbs and Ayurveda and all the things lifestyle and healthy living. So Guni, um, well, let me just briefly introduce you and then I'll let you take over. Um, Guni is the CEO and co-founder of Uveda. He received his MBA from the Olin Graduate School of Business at Babson College and his entrepreneurial drive coupled with his passion and vision to create a happier and healthier world led him <laughs> to build Uveda. With over 15 years of executive experience in the dietary supplement industry, Gunny eats, breathes, and lives the Ayurvedic lifestyle. So with that, I want to just kick us off with our first question, which is, what did you have for breakfast today? <laughs> and no pressure. It doesn't have to have been the perfect breakfast, but I'm, I love breakfast. And assuming you're not intermittent fasting, what did you have for breakfast today? Yeah, no, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me. Um, our conversation okay. last time was fantastic. And I'm really looking forward to this because it's always fun to kind of reverse the roles, you know, being being the host or the guest and guest host. So to answer your question, I had a smoothie this morning, which I prepare for my household. Um, the smoothie is composed of a pomegranate juice, some water, a vegan-based protein, kale, frozen fruits, and I put in some amla extract, and what else is in there? The amla extract, and then some beets, and we mix it up, and that's my breakfast this morning. So it's amazing. Yeah, I, I like to have breakfast like that because I, I do try to time out the, or time the, the from when I have my dinner to when I eat my breakfast, because it's kind of like intermittent fasting at that time, like the 12 hour, 10 to 12 hour gap. And the word itself, break fast. When you're going to bed, ideally you do not want to eat after a certain time in the evening because your digestive fire gets much weaker, which means you can hold a lot of the food. It won't break down. That's why it's called break fast because technically you are breaking the fast that's come on in the evening in the morning so that's what i had for breakfast this morning it sounds great and i believe you have a a, a child right mm -hmm. yeah do you I got a 14 yeah i have i have one he's he's 14 months about to be 15 months now and it's one of the greatest blessings um there is i mean there's new moments all the time and me and my wife were just talking about it we're like no, there's not really a instruction manual or a book written for how to raise a kid. It's based off of experience, what you see, what you hear. But a lot of it, I think, is intuition. And you just try to be the best you can. It's a lot of fun. And 
it can be very stressful and daunting because sometimes you just don't know what's going on and you know until they start communicating but oh my gosh, we, we're yeah. we're blessed because we have also the support of uh our grandparents and and it just we just couldn't imagine running our careers and and taking care of the little one without them so it's a true blessing yeah well and i was going to ask you does your little one eat that smoothie with you he does like it, although we try because I think the protein content in, in the smoothie is a little higher than we want right now. So we make a separate one for him, and he loves it. He, oh. he, he absolutely loves it. So That's awesome. And that leads me to my next question that I wanted to ask you. I mean, it sounds like you're raising your son in a very, you know, a lifestyle that's the way you live, and you're, you're raising him in with, a, with a healthy mindset already, which is wonderful. But I wanted to ask, how, you know, how were you exposed to Ayurveda and sort of this type of lifestyle? Is this something you grew up with or? Yeah, absolutely. It was something that I was, I came in, I mean, I think I came into this world very blessed. My father was a, is still a Ayurvedic and naturopathic doctor. He's began his career in India. In India, Ayurveda is considered a licensed form of practice. Unfortunately here, it's not yet. So Ayurvedic doctor is not officially endorsed by the insurance plans or even considered a professional, you know, kind of a, a doctor that, that you can go and be covered by and actually see. He realized that, but he didn't want to lose the foundation of Ayurveda because of how, um, how amazing the science and medicine art form is. So he got his naturopathy degree when he came here to this country. He began practicing because he could be licensed as an official naturopath. He started in the state of Washington and, you know, he's been there. He got his uh, degree in Bastyr University uh, and he brought to his practice Ayurveda and Ayurveda rituals and, and, and sorry, that's not a good word, not rituals, Ayurvedic practices and Ayurvedic best practices and, and Ayurvedic knowledge to treat his patients using naturopathy. And from a very young age, uh, Dr. Grogan, I mean, I was exposed to uh, meditation, yoga, how important exercise was, how important it was to know the food that you're eating, where it came from, how it's cooked. Um, I was I was the only I think one of the only few kids in middle school that would bring his own lunch that was cooked at home. It wasn't a lunchable. Um, oh, we weren't we weren't allowed to eat Doritos. <laughs> um, the cafeteria food, although you know, I'll be I'll admit it. Being younger, it looked great and it tasted great, but I knew deep down inside that it wasn't approved or it wasn't good. It wasn't that my, my, see, I think the good thing about my parents was they weren't like, no, you cannot eat that. And, and, and when you'd ask why they would actually let you know, it wasn't just like, no, it's forbidden. But like, you know, it doesn't have the nutrition value. It's not made like with the same thing as we make it here. And to be honest, I would get headaches and I would have allergic reactions to that kind of food. Yeah. And it was hundred percent food related. But, and then when I made that switch, I mean, I felt good. And then from there on, I was there. And then also, of course, I can't overlook going to his clinic and seeing how he was able to change people's lives. And my mom would do the Panchakarma treatment and seeing how she was able to just before and after Panchakarma, people would come out looking radiant. I mean, they had lost weight people to do that. They, their skin was glowing. They just had a different persona and aura to them. And so that exposed me to that world. But then it also instilled in me the confidence that, hey, you know, this is actually real stuff. It's not just, uh, you know, whiff waff. It's real stuff that works. And it's a 5,000 year old science. 
and people have been practicing it forever. Um, if, if it didn't work, there would be, you know, somebody would be calling it out, but, but it works and continues. Oh my gosh, it works. It's amazing. And well, first of all, I think that that story about growing up is pretty cool because it sounds like you actually did embrace it pretty early yes. on. Yeah, yes, which is wonderful yes. um, because it works. So what I want to talk about is I want to talk about Ubeda and the supplements and the herbs and all of that. But first, I think we should actually start by just a very, very super basic because it's a huge subject, a super basic overview of Ayurveda for anyone who's not really familiar with, with it. Um, can you make it like Ayurveda in a nutshell? <laughs> I know that's a lot to ask. Um, yes, because I think that's what we do at Ayurveda. Yeah. You're absolutely right, Dr. Ruben. But, but, but I also think what you're touching upon is what makes it difficult. See, I truly believe the simplicity is difficult to understand until you understand how simple it is. Let me repeat that. The difficulty is understanding the simplicity, and when you have the simplicity down, it is simple. Ayurveda, for, for your audience and, and whoever's going to listen, for people that are new, is all about living in balance. And the most important balance is the mind, body, and the external environment balance. Ayurveda says, as you tell the mind, the rest of the body responds. If you change your mind, you change a situation about, you know, something that is going on in your life, it's not exactly the situation changes. It's how much attention you give it and your awareness. And most likely, because of that, things will change. Ayurveda also stresses the, the intricate balance between the mind, body, gut, emotional, spiritual, intellectual, relationship balance. And what makes Ayurveda so amazing and so great is that it takes into consideration the individual as a whole. We all come from various different backgrounds. We're built differently, structurally, the body. We, we, we can each take certain foods that other people are like, how are you able to take that and not have an upset stomach? I, I can't even smell it. And I, and I began to get upset. And other people's, like, other people's emotions, they, they're more prone to anger they're more prone to emotional distress they're more prone to, some people sleep better some people don't some people are able to be more organized some people are not some people are naturally more creative what ayurveda does is it recognizes an individual as a unique individual puts it into three different doshas each of those doshas is a specific body type body mind and even structural type and based on those three doshas is kind of like a plan. I consider, okay, hey, my foundation is based up of vata, pitta, kapha. If I'm that foundation, here is kind of my attributes. And here is, if, if I know I'm a pitta, pitta, vata, kapha, I know if I'm not in balance, it's most likely this. If I'm in balance, this is what's happening. Now, a lot of us will go through the different cycles. You can be vata here, kapha here, pitta here, but you do have a predominant constitution. Okay, I I am a more likely a pitta, I think a pitta vata, yeah, yeah I, not I I am for sure I know that <laughs> pitta vata, and then you know other people are are also going, but but I go through the phases. Sometimes in the winter time, as natural, I like to do more of the you know I'll do more of the kapha based stuff. More of the mucus gets built because maybe you know the winter time affects that. But I want to keep this short and sweet, and so at the end of the day. 
Ayurveda is really about understanding that intricate balance you have between your mind, your body, your environment, and understanding that we're each unique individuals. But Ayurveda has the foundation and the basis written down that makes us be able to live in that balance and do certain things that continue to help us be prosperous, creative, and really instruments to society. Oh, yes. So well said. You did that very well in a nutshell. I um, hope so. I think I went a little over. <laughs> no, no, you're good. But I, I think that it actually, one thing that came up to me as you were speaking was I just thought, you know, it really, I love Ayurveda because it gives me a framework for not feeling that shame or yeah. badness or guilt about not being able to do things the way other people can do them. To not, uh, my, um, you know, my constitutional makeup is very, very vata, like extremely vata. I definitely have some pitta. I barely have any kapha. And the way, perhaps you have, do you have like a quiz that you tend to recommend to people? If anyone- we, we are working on, on a quiz okay. right now, but, but certainly you can go to Sahara Rose. Uh, is, is you can Google her. She's got a great one. We work with her. She's a good friend of mine. I recommend her quiz. I, I think she's done a really good job of simplifying it. Okay, I'll put a link to that in the notes yeah. as well. Perfect. Um, but I find that, that because of that, you know, I tend to have some, and because of the, the balance that I am at, I tend to get a little more burnt out a little more easily. And before I would feel bad, I would be like, man, why don't you have the stamina of other people? Why are you such a wimp? You know, <laughs> like that. Or um, also like intermittent fasting, for example. I know that it's supposed to be very good for your health. And, you know, it's supposed to be wonderful for many people. But I just can't do it. I need to eat more regularly. And again, I felt bad about that. I felt, what's wrong with you? You're just weak. You know, this is what I'm, my self-talk naturally goes to. But knowing a little bit more about my constitutional makeup gives me that grace to kind of say, you know, listen, it's okay. Like, it works great for some people, but it just doesn't work as well for my constitution. Like, I need a little extra room for creativity. I need a little extra downtime. I need to eat steady meals or else I go wacky. Like, absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I love about Ayurveda. And yeah. But see, what you're saying is you are aware of that. And yeah. that honestly puts you ahead of a lot of other people that are probably feeling guilty. And then puts you in a place that makes you understand that it's okay. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times, people don't come to that place that it's okay. Yeah. Like I was just like you before I was like, I'm going to start getting up at 5am and do all this stuff. And I love, I do like getting up early, but things change in your life. Hence my little one sometimes doesn't let us sleep. And sometimes we'll be on, you know, we'll be disturbed every two hours or every hour. And then when the alarm goes off at five or when you naturally kind of get up, you're just like, Oh man, I'm so tired. And I got a full day. So it's recognizing, again, Dr. Grogan, that balance, that balance of, hey, my body cannot do intermittent fasting. I'm still, at the end of the day, your, your foundation should be, am I healthy? Am I happy? Am I, ser am I serving uh, humanity the best I can? If I'm achieving all three, I'm living life to the fullest. Exactly. I yeah. don't have to do what works for that. If, that. if it works for that person, amazing. Yeah. You know, I hope it continues to work and they get more of the benefits. But 
that's just not for me. And that's, that's the intricate thing about recognizing in Ayurveda. It's, my father always uses this example. In Mother Nature, what works for a lion will not work for an elephant. What works for one plant will not work for another. Ashwagandha, in, in, in my world of, of the herbs, grows in certain parts of, of, of the world, but will die in other parts of the world. Again, what's its constitutional makeup? It's molecular biological makeup. And that goes in a reflection of who we are as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and it really goes back to what you were saying about it really is so simple that that's, it's just about balance. So, and you just mentioned your father right there, how he had, how you said that about the, what works for a lion doesn't work for an elephant. Now he actually played a pretty pivotal role in if, if I am saying this correctly, in your life when you went through a challenge Absolutely. that led to the creation of Uveda and really diving deeper into the herbs and the, the adaptogenic herbs that we're going to talk about. So could you share a little more about that situation in your life and really what started Uveda? Absolutely. And I think you said it right on the, on the target. He was extremely pivotal. So in 2006, I'm I'm 21. My brother is about, you know, five years younger than me. So 16. Um, You're not current anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, that'd be great. I, I would, I would take a lot of lessons from where I am now and probably apply it differently. But no, 21 was a very different version of me. <laughs> so that'll be a different podcast that we'll get to that. Right. Right. So, but in 2006, um, we, we, I mean, we received probably the worst news that anybody could receive is I get a call from one of our our joint friends of me and my brothers, and all he says to me is that your brother's been in an accident and I can't get a hold of your brother. It's been it's been half an hour. And I remember getting that call, just beginning to shiver. And intuitively, I look back at it now, my intuition was, was telling me it's it's not good news. I didn't want to believe it. Uh, long story short, I mean, within 45 minutes, I, I knew he was gone. And I have, you know, I can recall the accident. I mean, they had, it was on a very busy street that's very popular. And unfortunately, he had crossed over into the median. It was a very wet day. It was in January. And in Seattle, rain is notorious. And I think it was a couple of days before it was sunny. So, what happens is usually like cars, oils drain and all that. But then when the water gets there, it becomes really slippery. And I think he was speeding as well. So it's not just a, a thing. He was speeding and then it went to the other side. It was a head on collision and his car caught on fire okay. and they had blocked off that scene. Uh, you couldn't get close. And they told that, you know, he'd been rushed to the hospital, but by the looks of the faces of the firefighters and just how they were treating us, if there was really no hope, I don't think. And we get to the hospital. My mom is just going, just, she can't breathe. It's, it's hyperventilation. She's in fight or flight, except she's in extreme fight. Um, and she just, they had to give her something to calm down. And from that moment on, I mean, just our life changed. It's the first time in my life that I look back and reflected that the carpet can be just rung off underneath you think you're superman you think you survive everything you think you'll get away with everything no life can change like that and 
fast forward six months, um, actually one more important aspect that I wanted to share is through this whole time, right away, I got the advice to be strong, be strong and, and well-intentioned and advice. I misinterpreted that to mean be strong, hold everything. You cannot cry. You got to be this pillar. You got to be this rock. And from my experience, please understand it's just my experience, but what I've seen kind of facet because it's counterintuitive to how the body grieves it is the worst thing you can do in that situation you're a human being you have the right to cry express grieve for and with your family there's there's you don't need to hold a flag and be like hey come cry on my shoulders i'll just hold everything in come on you can do it no that doesn't work because Everybody else, like my mom had cried. I think my dad also expressed. But because I'm the only son now, especially in the Indian culture, you know, it's kind of, you're the older son and you got to be strong for your parents. You got to be strong for your parents. Anytime any of my friends or family go through what I went through and I hope nobody does, but you know, it's life, it happens. I never tell them that. Yeah. I say, if you want to be strong, this is what you do. You have every right to express and encourage people to express that, that there's strength in welcoming your emotions, understanding your emotions, going through the grieving process and having the strength to know this is, this is not going to last forever. I have to honor my body's natural process. Strength comes in being able to honor that and go through that and then moving on. There's no strength in holding it in because emotions need to be expressed. That's why they're called emotion, energy in motion if they don't get expressed they will they will hold up in your body what happened for me six months later is i had a full-on anxiety and like just panic attacks anxiety and depression like deepest 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 part of my life ever darkest place i never wish it upon anyone like you know just i couldn't function suicidal thoughts all that stuff and one of one day i just went to my dad and like dad like i feel like crap like what the hell is going on i don't want to feel like this anymore i want to move on and he looked at me and he knew he goes you know you have ptsd it's it's because you you you're holding on or, or you didn't express yourself and he looked at me and he said look this is what we can do i can most likely, if you go somewhere else, they'll put you on prescription medication. And, and if you want to do that, I'm okay with you trying it, but that's not the route I recommend. He goes, in fact, I've put probably five people on prescription medications in my whole life, and he's been practicing for 40 years. And he goes, three of those people kind of told me that's all they want to do. You know, and two of them, he said, really needed it in combination. He goes, but this is what we're going to do. And this is what I know works because your body is intelligent. Your body is its own pharmacy and your body can, can heal and repair. And we are all meant to move. Human beings are meant to move on. That's the natural rhythm of life. If you look at it in mother nature, mother nature doesn't get stuck in summer, doesn't get stuck in winter. Seasons move on. The animals move on. He said, first and foremost, we're going to teach you how to, how to, Engage and welcome your emotions, not have your emotions take you over. You're going to start eating better, yoga, exercise, and most importantly, you're going to start taking some herbs. And I followed his routine. The first week, really nothing. Second week, again, nothing. Kept on feeling hopeless. Third week, things changed. Fourth week, 
completely back to normal. And then after that, just my body responded. And I was not only back to normal, but I was, of course, stronger and better because I had more of an awareness of how the emotions work, how the body works, how the grieving process works, how your mind can go absolutely berserk if you're not able to come back and and kind of, you know, understand it and understand that you are this awareness. And so I'd say within 30 to 45 days, my life was transformed. And of course, every time I look back, I say, if I can go through this, there's probably millions of others suffering that I want to help them. And kind of that's how Uveda was born. Oh, what a beautiful story. And, you know, that what I love what you said there about how the first and the second really, you know, maybe even the third, you didn't really notice much of a difference. And that's one thing I've noticed about the natural approach, the lifestyle approach, is that <clears throat> it isn't a synthetic heavy hitter blast that's going to change things. But it's a gentle buildup that's going to ultimately be better for your body and last in the long run. And it's addressing the root causes in a way that's so much more sustainable and it actually is working versus just covering stuff up and potentially creating other side effects. So um, I'm a huge proponent Absolutely. of lifestyle as well. And I, I've been through similar situations and I just wanted to also kind of reinforce to anyone watching, yeah, it, don't give up if in the first couple of weeks you're like, this isn't doing anything. It takes a while for the, well, you can tell us more about their herbs, but the, but it takes a while for them to kind of build up in your system and do the things that they need to do. So um, but if you don't mind me adding, here's the interesting aspect. Yeah. Antidepressants also take four to six weeks before they start working. Mm, and by the way, by the way, they produce some horrible side effects. And if mm. you guys don't believe me, look them up. Um, I've heard them. I've experienced yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. In my case, I think it took me longer because I was on the extreme other end. But, Dr. Grogan, you bring up a really good point. I was at that point in my life where I was like, I had made a decision. I said, I'm sick and tired of feeling like this. And I had come to the realization. I said, people go through these situations all the time. Moms and brothers and sisters, you know, people that are deployed sometimes don't come back home. They're faced, with, they're faced with these situations where young individuals pass away all the time, unfortunately. And I said, if they're able to move on, then I can as well. The world and who we are as humans, we are made to move on. Mm -hmm. It's when we hold on is when we suffer. Mm -hmm. Right? And, and I was at the last part. I said, I, I made that strong decision. I was like, I'm sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. Mm -hmm. And I was ready. But I was also determined to do it in the natural way because yeah. I know that's the sustainable and foundational way. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm really curious to talk a little bit more about the, the herbs, the adaptogens that your company uses and that Ayurveda really uh, promotes. And so what is an adaptogen? I know it's kind of a, I feel like it's a bit of a buzzword that maybe people have heard, but they don't really know what it means. No, that's a great question. And an adaptogen, in essence, is basically, I'll give you an example with ashwagandha. So ashwagandha is one of, probably one of the most popular and well-known adaptogens. A, an adaptogen is exactly what it says. It adapts to your body's different chemical and biological makeup. So with, with ashwagandha, what it does is ashwagandha works with your body's cortisol level. Now, in healthy individuals, 
cortisol has to be highest in the morning to get you going. Let's, let's get ready for the day. Let's wake you up. Let's get ready. And it should decrease naturally in the evening to get you ready for bed and does the same thing and repeats again. In people that are burnt out, adrenally fatigued, or have gone through what we have gone through, their cortisol is continually high. It's like fight or flight, fight or flight. Ashwagandha being an adaptogen, what it does is when you take it, it recognizes that, hey, this individual's cortisol and other aspects of the stress hormones are high and it brings it back into balance. But it also recognizes, oh my God, this individual's cortisol and other stress hormones are extremely low. It brings it back up to balance as well. Hence, being an adaptogen, it helps the body to adapt to different stress that are caused by external or internal environment. Internal being your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings. External being maybe a change of seasons or you just witnessed something that was you know, very horrific or, or, or something that was out of your control. Hence, an adaptogen's job is to go in, talk to your body, understand its role, and help you balance it out. With the case in ashwagandha, it's amazing for stress and cortisol. Yeah. Yeah. And is it, it's true that I want to talk a little bit about kind of synthetic kind of isolates of, you know, some kind of compound that might be in the ashwagandha that's creating that adaptogenic reaction versus taking the whole herb and, and maybe even combining it with other natural plant ingredients. Because I feel you probably have a lot to say about that, especially considering Uveda makes uh, formulations that are specifically for <laughs> different types of issues like you have formulation packs that are different for digestion versus another one that's for immune support which i just took with me to costa rica i love that thing that pack and thank you i feel <clears throat> i mean i'm ama i feel amazing i didn't get sick i was actually on the brink of getting sick when i went to costa rica and i thought this is not good i'm gonna be uh -huh. on for 12 hours and then in a new environment and then coming home i'm fine i took that pack every day but it it uses, um, you know, whole herbs and specific, like, proprietary combinations of these herbs. Is that important, or can someone just take, like, a capsule of, I don't know, some isolate that is found in ashwagandha, for example, and get the same effect? So it's, 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 again, going back to that same thing that we were talking about earlier. Everybody's unique and, and different, and it's also based on certain belief concepts. So we believe that in combination, the effectiveness of these herbs is better. When you co-join the intelligence of the other herbs, the other herbs, it's almost like an exponential effect. Yeah. You know when they say two minds are better than one, when you have two great minds, <laughs> right? It's almost an exp It's not To me, it's not one plus one. It creates almost an exponential effect. We believe how we grow and source the herbs is they're wild harvested. Basically, what that means is they're not cultivated in a very production-friendly, production-heavy manner. Like, oh my God, let's produce, let's produce ashwagandha like crazy. We pick them as mother nature produces it in the best season, best temperature, best location, best climate. Basically means the active in ashwagandha, which you're probably talking about is with amnia, somnifera, and then with aniloids. With aniloids are the specific actives that really help kind of produce the effects that ashwagandha does. And we make sure that those are sourced, again, wild harvested. It's as mother nature produces it. What better gift than as mother nature produces it? But then 
recognizing this is where the the how our doctors experience and, and their knowledge and, the, and their clinical experience of 40 to 50 plus years comes in and says, you know, ashwagandha can be combined really wonderfully with this multi, with shilajit. Shilajit helps the absorption. It also works really well with bacopa. If ashwagandha is bringing things to balance, okay, bacopa is really going to help increase the memory and increase a better feeling of emotions. Let's put that in there as well because ashwagandha is going to be the adaptogen, but then we can build on top of it. Then saffron is going to produce that good feeling. Ashwagandha is doing its job of bringing the emotions to balance, but hey, let's see if we can also make people feel better with saffron. The multivitamin is going to give you those nutrients that you're not getting, you know? And, and in addition, by the way, shiladit is going to help the body further absorb all this. It's a really good absorbent. So that's what we believe here at Uveda is using a combination because in combination, the results are exponential. Do people get the results of taking the individual? Yes, I've seen it. But why not increase the results quicker? Yeah, I agree. And yeah, I wanted to uh, <clears throat> ask you about any more tips or hints you might have. Um, of course, we are partial to you, Veda. I know I love, I have some different, I feel very fortunate actually too. I feel like I've found some really amazing supplements. I love Thank you. Thank you. I love them. I wanted to hear from you who has extensive experience in the supplement industry and has a company. Um, you're really ethical in your company. You really know how to find, how to teach people how to find what they're looking for when they're looking for supplements. So you talked about wild harvested. Um, is there any other like things that people should look for when they're choosing a supplement brand? Absolutely. That's a great question. First and foremost, you got to understand you're putting this into your body. And based on kind of how the formulations are built, some can be very complicated and some can be simple. But at the end of the day, you're still putting something into your body that's supposedly with the intention to help it, right? So just that intention alone, you should be very, very aware of what's going in your body. What I always like to look for is is the company. So when I choose a vendor, first and foremost, my process is very complicated because, you know, of course, I'm running a company. Now, the consumer side may not be as complicated, but I'll get to the consumer side. For me, I first and foremost like to understand is the other person as passionate and as empathetic towards what they do as I am? Like, are they as ethical and and resourceful in their sourcing as I am. Like, for example, are they passionate about quality? Are they passionate about kind of how the product is, is built? Are they passionate about how they do certain things? And are they also passionate about the safety? Being a consumer, the number one thing that you should always ask and see if a company has is, what kind of testing protocols do they have? How do they test? Do they test only in their lab or just third-party testing? And they give you the third-party test. At the end of the day, if anybody wants to see our C of A's or they want to see our testing, I give it to them. Why do we produce it if we can't share it? What am I hiding? There's nothing to hide. I make products that I feel comfortable my, my wife taking while she had my little one in her stomach. If I was to simplify it down, first and foremost, just ask them about the safety, the efficacy. I think that's the most important thing. I think so too. And what I think is great is that I just, I keep glowing about your guys' company, but I mean it. Like you are, I mean, you are such a customer service focused company. Like if somebody has a question, 
somebody in your company will get back to them because I've had questions and I've had responses right away. You guys are amazing with customer service and with transparency, which I really appreciate. I love that you're encouraging people to find out this information because a lot of companies may may not get back to you, but you guys, no. I, I really it, appreciate it. That. It honestly it baffles me. Yeah. It, uh, if I can speak very openly, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, like, do you understand in this day and age how blessed you are that people are coming to you, checking out your website, spending their time pulling out either their credit card or some form of payment, putting that into your system, paying for your product, and you shipping it to them when they have all these other options worldwide and the internet has made everything so accessible. How amazing is that? And then for you not to get back to them with a good question or any question, that's not the foundation that we're built on. Well, we believe in customer service. Yeah. Like we will go above and beyond. Mm -hmm. You absolutely will. Um, and I want to just share really quickly that I do have a, a discount code that I yes. can give to folks for their amazing products. I'm pretty sure it's Fem Squad. I should. <laughs> I will. But I can check it for you. I'll, I'll check it. I'll put it in the notes. I'll put it on the screen somewhere. But it is, and it will give you a really nice discount if you want to try any of, of the formulations that Uveda offers. Um, I, I want to ask is what is one supplement or even maybe food like a nutritional food that you absolutely could not live without in your personal life well uh, it's it's thrifala i love thrifala because to me thrifala does so many things but the most important aspect is it's a gut regulator it's, it encourages a healthy bowel uh movement and it also helps break down my foods I make sure to take Thrifala every day. And of course, it's found in our digestion product with a combination of other things. But I'm that next. I'm so yeah, I haven't tried the digestion formula next. <laughs> my, next my next one. I'm excited. It's, it's, it's one of our best you know, sellers and people love it and people are able to see results on it right away. The reason I love it so much is because in Ayurveda, gut health is so key. In fact, there's a second brain in gut. When yeah. you think about it, when you eat better, you know, you're sending messages up and down. So you have a healthy gut, you have a healthy mind. Trifala is one. And of course, ashwagandha is my go-to. Um, I, I don't take ashwagandha every day just because I don't need to. But when I'm going through a stressful event or when work is catching up, that's my go-to. Ashwagandha is like my, 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 my friend, <laughs> you know, my friend and me. It'll help me calm down. And I just confirmed your, coup your coupon is Fem Squad. So. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah and 35% yeah. off, guys. I mean, this is really an amazing deal. So definitely um, something to, work, to look into. It's, just go to yoveda.com, Y-O-U-V-E-D-A.com, and you can enter that at checkout, and it'll give you a 35% off discount. Um, yes, I'm very excited for the digestion formula. I haven't tried that one yet. I've tried the immune formula and the mood formula. Loved them both. Um, particularly the immune formula. I really actually, I really felt uh, results on that. It's got a great probiotic and a great combination of herbs. And again, I just felt yep. like I had a really nice amount of energy. And I do have some immune kind of um, autoimmune issues that I deal with and kind of a weakened immune system that I've dealt with for a long time. And so again, I think that's why for me personally, 
that formula was extremely helpful. Um, Wonderful. Lots of digestion issues that I've dealt with my entire life. So I think the digestion formula is going to be a real winner too. So, so I want to wrap us up by just kind of asking what's one, well, we could, I'm going to let you take it different ways. Either what's just one general tip, healthy living thing that you'd like to leave people with, or maybe some kind of ritual or practice that you'd like to leave people with? This is a wonderful question. And I, I know exactly kind of what, you know, what I would like to tell people is it's, it's almost the, the end of the year. And if it's one healthy practice that you want to take into 2020, and in fact, don't wait till 2020, start now. It's the practice of gratitude. And in gratitude, you can also adapt into forgiveness. They studied, there was a study out there where they studied monks and they studied people that have been meditating for years. And they said that gratitude has shown to produce the same brain waves that these meditators and monks had been meditating for years. Wow. You get into a state of gratitude and then when you're able to forgive, you're able to produce those alpha, beta, gamma waves that you achieve in the higher states of meditation. And if people are like, okay, well, how do I start? It's just being grateful. Like how amazing is it, Dr. Grogan, that me and you can connect in different parts of where we are in the world, have this engaging conversation, and then you're able to take this and share it with your community, and hopefully it impacts more people, and those people can share it further. How amazing and how much of a blessing. Just even count your daily blessings. If you have a roof over your head, if you're able to eat whenever, if you live in a safe environment, if you can drink clean water... I honestly believe you're better off than maybe 85 to 90% of the population. Oh, yeah. I think about the population is 7.6 billion, and a majority of those are probably living in extreme poverty. How grateful are you? Yep. You know, and it's understanding that gratitude, and it's just spending a little bit of time. Like what we, me and you just did. Didn't just talking about it produce good feelings internally? Absolutely. Just, just sitting with those will make such a difference in your life that, that your life will begin to change. And if that's one tip and one maybe ritual or practice that I can recommend to everybody is just being grateful for every day, every day. I love that. I've known about the practice of gratitude for a long time, but sometimes we forget to focus on it. We can get in these pits where we're sort of like, eh, nothing, you know, I'm having a bad day. And, you know, but one thing that I was, I've really been hearing a lot and listening to and trying to do is just reaching for something that feels just a little bit better, just yep. a little bit better. Cause sometimes it can almost feel daunting when you think about gratitude. Like it has to be this ginormous, like, Oh, like this, this amazing list of things that you're grateful for that are these huge things. But sometimes if you're feeling maybe a little low, even just reach for something that feels a little bit good, something that you're yep. a little bit grateful for. And, and pretty soon you're going to start kind of vibrating higher and feeling better. And pretty soon you're going to find more and more and more. So if you just reach for that little bit. That's such great advice. That's you're absolutely right because it usually doesn't take much. I mean, like <laughs> here's something simple. If, if you have two legs, how yeah. awesome is that? That can take you <laughs> wherever you need to go. Totally. 
so many people, you know, maybe maybe they don't have it or they're yeah. they're going through some injury or health thing that doesn't make them be able to walk wherever. So let's just be grateful for every single day. And they can be simple little things, you know? Yeah. Like and I think that your advice is so awesome. Just you can reach just for that little thing extra. Mm-hmm. Yep, and one builds on top of the next. So Absolutely. I love that. Thank you for leaving with uh, with us with gratitude because that really Thank is you. important and something I'm going to think about right now as I <laughs> head to my next event, which is dinner, and I'm very grateful for dinner. So <laughs> Yes, very grateful for having the food as you want it, when you want it, and, and with who you want it. Isn't that amazing? Oh, my gosh, so amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, well, thank you. Always wonderful to thank speak you. to you. I really enjoy just you. I love your company. I love your products. And where can people, you know, we've already said, you know, your website, but we'll say it again. It's uveda.com. Is there anything else that you, any other contact places you'd like to tell people about? Well, you, you can check out the, the website at uveda.com, Y-O-U-V-E-D-A.com, and you can use Dr. Grogan's discount, um, you know, Fem Squad at checkout. It gives you a great discount. Follow us on Instagram as well. We're always doing amazing things for new product releases, helpful tips. And, of course, you know, we have a podcast that Dr. Grogan was on, the Bouncing Podcast, and we discuss knowledge and really spread education and awareness around Ayurveda. Um, and, and, and that's, you know, other than that, I, th- I think you've kind of covered it. So awesome. it was my absolute honor and pleasure, Dr. Ruin, to be on your show as well. And I wish you success and best of luck on your podcast. I can't wait to. Wasn't that just fantastic? Uh, if you are completely obsessed with the idea of Ayurveda as I am, if you're new to it, uh, please do check the notes. I will put some links to resources where you can learn about your dosha. They've been really helpful for me to learn a little bit more about myself and what uh, Ayurvedic types I am and uh, how I can balance them to live my life in better harmony. So check that out. Check the show notes and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the entire show. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend. Let her know how it helped you and what you learned and why she might like it too. And if you would like a free downloadable video portfolio that includes the inner core energizer routine that's found in my book, Lady Bits, plus the first seven days of my ab camp series, simply leave a review of this podcast on iTunes and then send a screenshot of of your review to me, Brienne, at femfusionfitness.com. Again, that's Brienne at femfusionfitness.com. I will personally get back to you with your free downloadable video portfolio. I will see you next time. And remember, you don't have to be an expert, but every woman should know a bit.